0: Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. It's the second in this series of. Let me ask you this. Can you handle persecution? The Lord blessed me so much. When I woke up this morning, I turned on my Bible app. This is what I saw. It says, that is Paul writing. Do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be born servant of Christ. Let me read that to you in the New Living Translation. It says, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. The common English version says, I am not trying to please people. I want to please God. Somebody say, I'm not trying to please people. Let me ask you this. Is your aim to please people or to please God? I want to please God. Do you think that I'm trying to please people? If I were doing that, I would not be a servant of Christ. Let me read one or two more translations. The Amplified Version says, Am I now trying to win the favor and approval of men or of God? Or am I seeking to please someone? If I were still trying to be popular with men, I would not be a bond servant of Christ. Let me read one more translation. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God, or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I wouldn't be a servant of Christ. That's powerful, isn't it? Jesus was speaking to his disciples in Mark chapter 10, verses 29 and 30. He says, Truly I tell you, there is no one who has left house and brothers and sisters and mother and father or children of fields. Some of the fields. Teal. For my sake and for the sake of the gospel. Who will not receive a hundred times? Some of the hundred times. God wants to give you a hundred times and then continue until a thousand times. Who will not receive a hundred times more, Mm Terry? Now, at this time, because when I was growing up, we were always taught that every good thing is in heaven. Here we just have to suffer and grind and complain. I still remember when I first came to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus in Nigeria, and I went to try to talk to this man about Jesus. He was a well-to-do young man. And he said to me, he I'm kind of frightened you are kind of preaching, because you people are always talking about the fact that it's all in heaven. You're always asking me, look to heaven, look to heaven. He said, I'm afraid that I'm going to keep on looking to heaven, but when I come down, other people have already got what is on the earth. At that time, I thought, oh, yeah, this this man is not spiritual, but there's something spiritual about it. That's what Jesus is talking about. He says, because Peter was a businessman. Peter was asking, we've left everything. we followed you. What do we get? That's when the Lord Jesus said, don't worry about it, because you don't have to wait till you get to heaven to get a reward for the sacrifice that you made here. You left houses, brothers, sisters, mother, father. I'm a living witness that God has given me mothers everywhere, fathers everywhere, children everywhere, and he's given me fields. And I am gonna take your offering teaching. I'm gonna think about buying more fields. How much land do you need? It's not your business. How am I just buying a piece of property like this man? He did not need it. The man told me that he's a very rich man. George, I just buy a piece of property and let it sit. And sometimes when I just want pocket money, I sell one of them. That's what he told me. This piece of property that we are sitting here, this man bought it. He did not need it. Just bought it and let it sit. Because he knew that Walmart, Walgreens, some kind of company was going to come and going to need a place to build. But when I showed up in the office, he said, well, that place is landlocked. I said, God is going to unlock the land. You did not hear me, did you? I, I received, unlocked land. If you were here when this place was being worked on, you would have thought that it was Walmart. So many heavy equipment on a church ground. Maybe you people have seen it. So why should Walmart be able to bring in heavy equipment and we can't? How about just buy it and let it sit? And when you know that a church needs it, you can just give it to the church. The lawyer that did the closing here for us said, do you know that you could have paid $40,000 an acre for this piece of property, but the man ended up giving it to us for $6,000. Now, if he was broke, would he have given it to us? And not only that, thank God that we paid cash $300,000. Yep. And he turned around and he really checked for $60,000. Oh, are you going to tell me that, you know, you're saving the Lord in vain? I don't know what God that you are saving. Tell me that it's not good to have money. But my God is a rich God. Yep. Amen? <laughs> Who will not receive 100 times more now, some of the now, some of the at this time, with persecutions. This is the bonus, and he said, an eternal life in the age to come. Have you noticed that he did not say who will get eternal life and lands and so on? Because he knows that you've already got eternal life. You need some land. You need houses. You need property so that whenever I want to announced building offering. You it building offering again? We just did that last month. No. When I announced $15,000, he said, Pastor, let's close. Here's a check. I want to be that person. This is not you. Say, it was a great miracle. When Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, it was a great miracle. John chapter 11, verses 45 and 57 says, Therefore, many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary, and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. So when God does something spectacular, many are going to believe in him. Did you say that? said, many did not say all. Oh, I want to be one of those many. Amen. But the chief priests, the chief priests, the bishops, the apostles, the leaders of the church and the far UCs had given orders that anyone who found out where Jesus was should report it so that they might arrest him. Arrest him for what? Because he's raised a man from the dead? Because he's given this man life back so that he can go back and help his family? See, when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, like I said, it was a great miracle. You would have thought that everyone would be happy that this man was alive again. That he could see and enjoy his family again. That the family that was crying is being consoled. But guess what? The leaders in the synagogue were jealous of Jesus. They didn't like the fact that George took had all that attention in eating. Did I just say that? No, it's not George took, it's Jesus. So they plotted to arrest and maybe kill him to stop his ministry. Because let me tell you, Sister Lee, I know this, that we all love to be blessed, don't we? We love to see new doors opening. Our children getting admission to school of their dreams and getting scholarships. Our business taking off, meeting the person of our dreams, moving into a brand new house Amen. or buying another house Amen. so that you can rent out to somebody who needs a house. Buying a new car. Giving your car to someone. them talking about a good car. They're not talking about the one that drove you crazy. <laughs> giving your car to someone and buying a new car. We know that. This is God taking us where we could not go on our own. But one thing that many people forget is this, that the blessing doesn't always come by itself. Most of the time, the blessing comes with persecutions. People talking about you who don't know you. People criticizing you. People try to figure out how did he make that kind of money. How did the ministry make that kind of money in a little town in Eton? No, the ministry did not make the money. God just gave it to us. He's just a carpenter. Isn't it interesting? We know his mother. We know his father. We know that he's just a carpenter. He's not supposed to be doing that well because he's not a medical doctor. Nothing against medical doctors. Medical doctors should do well. Cleaners should do well. Carpenters should do well. And preachers should do well, too. Yeah. But you know who gets jealous when you succeed? It's the small-minded people. Those who think that your promotion makes them look bad. That when your ministry is blessed, when your business is blessed, when your children are blessed, that that means that there's something wrong with them. No, there's nothing wrong with you. So these people, they try to pull you down, thinking that by pulling you down, that's going to move them up. These people should know that God is no respecter of persons. What he did for Larry Winfield, he can do for everybody else. Just the way that he healed Sandra Horton, he can heal anybody else. Just the way that he blessed the pastor with a good call, he can bless anybody else. And instead of celebrating you, guess what? Instead of celebrating what God has enabled you to accomplish, small-minded people are always jealous. They're critical. They are fault finding, small-minded. They'll do everything they can to try to make you look bad, make you feel condemned, feel guilty because you live in a particular neighborhood. You have a big house. God is blessing your ministry. They think God's favor is limited. God's favor is not limited. So don't feel guilty when God blesses you. Don't hide it. Come and share your testimony because there are people that need to hear your testimony and become motivated and become dreamers. There are people that are looking for mentors and they want to find you because that you are being blessed is not keeping anybody from rising higher. These people, they don't realize that God has unlimited favor, unlimited love, unlimited healing, unlimited deliverance. He's got enough for us all. Tell you somebody say, my God, my God is an unlimited God. God. Job chapter 36, verses 22 to 24 says, God's power is unlimited. That means that it doesn't matter what your condition is, God can heal it right this moment. Thank you. It doesn't matter. Thank you, Lord. As a matter of fact, I feel healing taking place in the house this moment. God's power is unlimited. If he can heal headache, he can heal cancer, he can heal bladder problem, he can heal heart problem. If he doesn't want to heal heart problem, he can replace the heart. A number of years ago, we were in Atlanta, and our friend invited us to the church. There was this lady that had lung cancer, and she had surgery, and they removed half of her lungs. They sent her home and the church was fasting and praying for her. And then when she went for her next checkup, they saw that a clone had come because when they examined her, they found out that she had two full lungs, healthy as a baby. They probably were wondering, did your twins come? No, it was this lady. God gave her her lung back. Jesus! Thank you, yes. Gave her her lungs back. I make it just as good as the babies. I'm talking about a healthy baby. God's power is unlimited. He needs no teachers to guide and correct him. So stop trying to teach God how to do it. Let him just do it. If he wants to give you a, 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 a pass for transplant, that's still God. There are many people are living today because God gave them the pass for transplant. They're miracles. Don't try to teach God what to do. Don't try to correct God because you're not that intelligent. Others are praising for what he has done. How about you join us? I like that portion. I'm going to read it again. God's power is unlimited. He needs no teachers to guide or correct him. Stop trying to teach God what to do, Michael. Stop trying to, call. oh, you should have done it this way. Others are praising him. You should be praising him for what he's done instead of criticizing him and saying you should have been doing it that way. How about you, come and join us. Let's celebrate what God is doing. Our God is an unlimited God with unlimited power. There is no limit to what he will do for you if you can just ask him in simple faith. You don't have to have a lot of faith. Many of the people that Jesus healed did not even have faith. I know that we always say, yeah, faith will make you whole. What about the people whom Jesus healed who did not even know him? Come back home, study the word. Thank God for big faith. But I have seen in my life when I had no idea of faith, when God kicked in for me. I told you how. When we used to go to Maranatha Mission to minister in the mornings, I just finished ministering. and went home, and then I went there for something, and there was this guy that came. He used to come to the morning uh, prayers, and God performed stupendous miracles in that that morning Bible study, there was one young lady that was pregnant. And when she went for a checkup, they said the child is dead, stillborn. And I noticed that Tracy did not come today. She used to be very regular in the morning meetings. I noticed she did not come. So I went to her room, and she was crying hysterically. I said, what's going on? He said, Jason and I, we've been waiting for this child, and we have just went for a checkup. And they told me that the child is dead. I'm supposed to have surgery. I, before I knew it, I said, no, this child is alive. And when she went back, the child was breathing, was kicking. Yeah. That young man is about 25 years old Jeez. today. Hallelujah. So apparently this guy had heard about the things that God was doing. So he came to me and he said, Pastor, my back is killing me. My back is killing me. My back is killing me. And, uh, you know, I, I had been ministering. I was tired, Terry. I really was tired. I did not even want to talk to anybody about God. He said, he said, preacher, preacher, my, my, my back is killing me, my back is killing me. This is the truth. Just to get that guy off of me, or you know what I'm trying to say, I just said, be healed. He said, he said, preacher, what did you do? He's gone, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. I wish I could tell you that it was my faith that did it. It was God. What am I trying to say? Don't try to box God in. Thank God for big faith. If you've got big faith, then leave us alone because God is still going to heal us. Even with no faith. Now read the word and develop your faith. Thank you. But I want you to come to the point that you can say like Jehoshaphat. Lord, I've done everything that I know to do. I don't know what else to do, but my eyes are on you. A God is an unlimited God with unlimited power, unlimited resources, unlimited capability. There's no limit to what he will do for you, Dennis, if you can just ask in simple faith. A God has unlimited love, unlimited compassion grace, favor. He has unlimited healing, unlimited provision, protection. If he's done it for others, Michael, he'll do it for you. I can tell you that I've known this to be true in my personal life. God has been good to me, my wife, and my family. He's taken us to places that we never dreamed we could go. We always come to the fact that it is his grace, his goodness, his favor, not our labor. Amen. Someone said to me some time ago, he said, you've done what nobody else has done. I've been in this place for over 50 years, and I've never seen anything like it's happening in the world of faith ministry. And he said, you you have done the impossible. That's why I wrote my Facebook, You Can Do the Impossible. If you are willing to step out in faith, you are willing to trust God. We are willing to receive persecution. God has done for us more than we could ever imagine. We couldn't have done this on our own. It's all been because of God's goodness and his mercy. Throughout this journey, there have been many that God has has sent into our lives. Many friends, family members, and others that have celebrated what God has done in our lives. There have been many people, like you people here, that, that have been there for us. I've noticed how certain people have been behind us around us, regardless, in spite of our weaknesses, in spite of our infirmities. They've been happy for us and for our success. They've been there to cheer us on. But I also noticed one thing. As a result of the connection of these people to this ministry, God has blessed them in so many ways. They also have experienced increased favor. They've continued to rise higher in their lives. On the other hand, there have been a few that weren't for us. They didn't know us, but they were hard, they were critical, they were jealous, they were envious. They tried to stir up trouble for us. Thank God that we didn't get bitter, because when you get bitter, it doesn't affect anybody else but you. It robs you of God's blessing. We didn't talk badly about them. We just kept on walking. Jesus was keep on walking. Doing what? Oh, Jesus! Hallelujah! Keep on walking, doing what God has called you to do. But check this out. I've noticed that these people that were very hard and unfairly critical of us have seen very little or no growth in their personal or professional lives. It's because they can't celebrate the blessing on others. Let me tell you this, my friend. You're watching me, you in the house. If you can't celebrate people that are ahead of you, If you can't be happy when people get promoted, when their children get scholarships, when they move into a new house. When they meet the person of their dream and get married, whenever they, whatever dreams is come to pass, if you can't celebrate them, that's going to limit how God will take you to the next level. It's going to limit how high God will take you in life. That's the principle that I'm giving you. You need to write that down and meditate on it because that may be what you need to get to the next level. I want you to expect greater blessings. Touch yourself I'm expecting greater blessings. Expect influence. Expect resources. Don't worry about critics. Don't worry about cynics. Don't worry about naysayers. Keep on dreaming. Touch about this. Keep on dreaming. Ephesians 3.20. Now. Some of the now. Some of the now. It's now that you need to dream. It's now that you need to see yourself on a higher level. Now to him who's able. Some of the God is able. God is able to do. Some of the God is able to do. He's able to do immeasurably. That means that what God can do, what God is about to do for you, Valina, you cannot measure. Stop trying to measure it. Immeasurably. More than all. Some of them know more than all. More than all. Some of them more than, all. more than all. Now to Him who is able. Some of the God is able. To do, do immeasurably oh, more than all. We can ask or imagine. If you can imagine it, God can top it. Somebody said, if I can imagine it, God can top it. Guess what? It's according to the power, to his power that is at work within us. In other words, his power is already at work within us. We just need to release the power. Somebody say, release the power. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever and ever. Somebody need to say, Amen. amen. Wow! Jesus. Amen. Somebody here just raise your hands and worship the Lord. hallelujah, somebody is being set free this morning. I'm talking about lungs are being healed. Hearts are being healed. Kidneys are being replaced in the name of Jesus. Body organs are being replaced this minute. Let me tell you this, my friend. Don't have a small-minded mentality because your friend's promotion doesn't mean that God can't promote you. Someone moving into a new house, Shouldn't intimidate you. Right. Somebody's business growing so that they write a large check to the church shouldn't intimidate you. In fact, it should inspire you and it should give you a dream. Somebody finding the man or the woman of their dream should get you excited. Somebody say, Hallelujah. Should inspire you, should give you a dream. God didn't just run out of favor when he blessed the other person. If he did it is for them, if he did it is for them, he can do it for me. Let me tell you this, my friends. Standing here, I sense in my spirit that God wants to do some super great abundant things in your life. No, you did not hear me, did you? Super great abundant things in your life. Your children, your business, your entire family. I sense that God wants to amaze your critics and surprise the name. How Somebody here, raise your hand and worship the Lord. He wants to amaze your critics. I do receive it and release your hand. Wow! Someone say, wow! The presence of the Lord is here. And whatever you need is here. He wants to amaze your critics and surprise you, Denae says. He wants to set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He wants to anoint your head with oil. He wants you to come to run over, surely, goodness and mercy, following you all the days of your life. He wants to bless you in his presence now and forever. I see God taking you to places that you never dreamed you could go. There's blessing on you that's beyond human comprehension. I believe with all of my heart that God is about to release greater blessings, greater influence, greater resources, greater favor, greater peace on you that you've never, ever experienced. But first, you have to be able to handle the blessing. You have to be able to get where you are not bothered by persecution. You have to get to the place that you are okay with people who are not okay with you. No, you did not get it. You've got to get to that point in your life that you are not defensive when people always trying to defend yourself, trying to apologize. You don't have to apologize to anybody for the blessing that God has given to you. If they have a problem, they need to talk to God. But until you get to the place that you are not defensive, when people don't understand you, you have to get to that point where you don't live bitter because some people won't be your friend. I tell you this, if you will show God that you can handle blessings and persecution, then he will open doors that you could never have opened for yourself. He'll cause opportunities, contracts, businesses, the right people to come to your mind. He will release on you such favor that will thrust you to new levels. Did you hear me say new levels? New levels. To God belongs the glory and majesty and dominion forever and ever. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Uta. Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God' best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.